In the woods there grew a tree, and a fine, fine tree was he. And on that tree there was a limb, and on that limb there was a branch, and on that branch there was a nest, and in that nest there was an egg, and in that egg there was a bird, and from that bird a feather came, and all that feather was a bird. And on that bed there was a girl, and on that girl there was a man, and on that man Listening to episode 101 of the How to Be Unpopular podcast. My name is Joey. Hopefully, episode 101. Episode 100. Is it recorded? Is it not recorded? I don't know. I don't know. People have to stop being so flaky. It's a problem in this world. I'm very flaky myself sometimes. Anybody who uh, is waiting on a message back from me or if I haven't called you in a while, I'm sorry. It's the way it goes. We we live in a flaky world. I'm trying to be less flaky. You should be too. Mm. I'm slightly sick, but I took a I took some sinus medication and I have a roll of toilet paper here. <clears throat> My tailbone is fairly healed up. I went for a skate the other day. Did a couple higher impact tricks and uh, there wasn't too much pain. So I think I'm ready to uh, get back out there, give another go, and. Um, you know, see how it goes. Um, I'm sitting at a table where I worked on my skates yesterday. I, I had my internal voices lately have been incredibly harsh because of the, the injury and being sick. I'm usually a, a very active person. And if your body's telling you to rest, I usually don't listen to that. And then I try and do stuff. And then my body gets really mad at me. And then so there's these internal voices that are really mean that say like you're a pussy and you should be doing activities so i had a really bad day yesterday like really annoyed at myself when i should have just been resting and so one thing i like to do is work on my skates because it it's something physical and it can be very meditative and therapeutic my wrist cracking there if you heard that so i switched um what my rems because I went for a skate the other day in my REMS, and they felt really good with the Volo frames, um, uh, ho- like hockey rocker, you know, rocker. And uh, I, I like that setup, but I found that the Volo frames are very heavy. So I wanted to go back to something just really basic and light. So I went back to my, set up my frame, Celtic frames on the REMS um, with all 57 millimeter face wheels. I put in brand new ILQ9 bearings, which if you listen to the podcast with Leon and Todd, ILQ, from my experience and from his experience, are the best bearings because ILQ stands for inline quality. If you ever get a chance to ride a pair, they seem to last longer and not get as shitty quickly because I just watched an edit and um, one of my biggest pet peeves that I've talked about on previous podcasts is noisy skates. Noisy skates, awful. 
it's too life is too short there's only so much time on the planet that you have to go skating why would you have noisy like bearings in wheels and and rattling things on your skates it, it really takes away from the experience like if you're driving a car and something's rattling you know it takes away from the experience mm. anyway this is a very important podcast i'll try not to get out of hand into wrestling speech territory but there's been a lot of internal change in me lately and it and it started you know bubbling under a while ago and it still hasn't completely manifested itself but that's part of the journey right you you're kind of you feel stuck in this in this one position in place or you get yourself to a place that you wanted to get to for a while and then you get there and you're there for a while and then you hear a call or you have this feeling or you catch a glimpse of something that you want to start to chase and so lately it's been the glimpse of something has become a little bit more solid and there's just been little hints and things at um, a new direction <clears throat> that I want to go in. Not necessarily a new di direction so much as it is just a full circle which maybe I've said before. So I, I have no idea why but I went to go rewatch this edit called Mary Jane by the Vimeo user Pig Juice, which I'm pretty sure is Malcolm Hurd. I can't, I can't remember his last name. Is an H? Malcolm Hurd? Her Malcolm Hurd? I don't know. I tried to send him a message once to do a like a interview for mushroomblading.com. Never got anything back. We live in a flaky world. What can you do? If you're listening, let's do it. Let's do an interview. Anyways, I remember there was something about this edit that uh, made me want to go back to it. I had watched it a couple times before, but there was just something about it that um, it had been like a couple months maybe since I had seen it. So I went back and watched it. And I remember my first viewing of it, um, I'm so insanely critical of not only myself and everything that I do, but of like everything else. And then for something to impress me or to click with me, there's it has to be very distinct. And I remember on first viewing of this edit, um, it was done in such like a it, it seems so much like like a, like skateboarding on rollerblades to me. But I think that was my problem, and that and and I was so quick to to look at it through that lens that I missed how special it actually was. And so when I rewatched this edit, something clicked and the glimpse and the feelings that, I, that I've that i had lately, um, something like just happened where I started to see it with um, these new eyes, but my old skating eyes at the same time, old as in like <clears throat> my original uh, really wanting to make skate videos, that like fire to like want to make skate videos. I looked at it through that lens and uh, it was really impressive and and uh, there was something about the music and how 
awesome the filming was and the like texture changes of filming off of the TV. And uh, it just had a mood to it that really made me want to not only skate, but make stuff, make like a skate video again. Like a, make like a, a skate video and film for a while, which we've also discussed on, on previous podcasts. And I think that thing that I was talking about where the first time I watched it and a lot of the times when I watch stuff online, it's my own goddamn fault, but I see things through this lens of I, on previous podcasts um, and sometimes in my voice when I speak on these podcasts, it sounds like I have a lot of hate towards rollerblading. And the problem is I love it too, right? You know, all the best relationships that you have are almost like teeter on that love-hate brink but but I had so much frustration towards skating and and more recently I've realized that um my frustration always came from uh I sacrificed so much time and and effort and thought and action and everything to skating and I thought that I was missing out on stuff like when I look back I, w- I was so dedicated to it and and then the fact that I still am that's where the frustration came from and uh, there's that saying like you know change the way you, if you change the way you look at things the things you look at change so <clears throat> I, I was so lost after wanting to make like a really good video quote unquote and then so that would have been better than baseball filming for video for two years and dedicating everything like I did I worked a shitty job or whatever but all of my spare time like a lot of my time was dedicated to to making that video I'm borderline obsessive I am obsessive and um in my life, the way that things are set up now, I'm still completely obsessive. I've just kind of like uh, divided up my obsessiveness instead of it just being directed towards rollerblading. I can direct it towards other things, and uh, it's gone really well. Like I've been very successful in many departments that I've now that I've chopped that up because it was important to go on a quest to, you know, go to school, try and start a business, uh, be more of a man in a relationship and just grow as a human being. But the thing that happened with this uh, with this Mary Jane edit is I, I realized how young the guy, I don't know like how old they are, but how young these guys were that are in this edit and how awesome the edit was for how long these guys had been skating and the music and the way it was put together. I just realized there was something about it that was really exciting and that definitely clicked with my the skate video maker in me and and then strangely enough that same day or it was the day after I'm pretty sure it was the same day that like I, I, I watched that I ended up watching the Mary Jane edit a few times and then I downloaded Honey Baked from Vimeo the same dude made it. I haven't watched it yet. Um, same thing with Honey Baked. Like I, I started to the little bit that I watched. I started to see it with new eyes, 
And then there's that Haitian Meg promo that wasn't, it's not as good as Mary Jane in my opinion, but it still has that like, there's something in there that's really exciting and gets me excited again about making skate videos and going out and doing tricks, street skating, um, really good filming, like really good, uh, I don't know, just having a vision and putting it out there. Anyway, so that same day, there was also that Evil Never Dies promo that got put up, and that was the same thing. Like, I just, I don't know if it's skating's getting a little bit more variety in it, and the people that do it are finding their own style and voice and everything. There was just something about all that that really clicked with me. If you haven't seen any of that stuff, I suggest you check it out. For how young these guys are, the stuff that they're making is really impressive compared to what people, when I was their age, what stuff would have looked like. Like, there's something super exciting. There was no fucking sponsor me edit or there was no company attached to any of that shit. It, there's something, like, pure and exciting about it. And although it still takes a lot of cues from the way skateboarding videos are made, um... There is just a language in in action sport videos that is across the board. It's a way of communicating tricks or whatever between BMX, skateboarding, all that stuff. You know, that's fine. That's fine. It It's done really well the way that they do it. Um, so that same day, getting back to my point, um, my girlfriend said out of nowhere, um, <clears throat> you know, I was having this really really bad day with this internal voice that I wanted so badly you know to go out skating to do yoga to exercise to just like try and trick my body to thinking that it wasn't sick and injured but traditionally if you're sick and injured you're supposed to be resting and you're supposed to be processing and relaxing and so I was getting more angry because I was trying to do stuff and just all around bad and it was so weird that in these times these glimpses these feelings come up of like profound change where you you go through this uh self change that you always think that you have it figured out and then something changes in you and then uh you realize that there's more possibilities and you're not actually in line with the person that you want to be not completely and so my girlfriend, we were out for a beer, which definitely you're not supposed to be doing that when you're sick, but I'll do anything to trick my body. And she was like, uh, we should watch Better Than Baseball when when we get home. And she hadn't seen the whole, she had seen like a part of it before. And I was really surprised. I don't really talk about that video. She hasn't seen many of the videos. She's seen like more of the newer ones, but I, I love the idea of my home life for the most part uh being quite separate from all of from the world of skating you know like it should be a, a home base within your home you should have a place where you can escape into the world of skating but in terms of like conversations with with uh girlfriends and stuff like that i don't i like to be enthusiastic about skating and everything but I like keeping those two worlds separate. I don't know why. It's just something that's always worked for me. But then again, 
maybe that that's something that's going to change as it goes on. Anyways, we came back and we watched Better Than Baseball. And I love that video and I hate that video. Just like I love and hate rollerblading, you know? And uh, I hadn't seen the whole thing in a really long time. I had maybe looked at a couple things to like reference the way something was shot or or something like that. And we watched the whole thing and she loved it. I had a very enjoyable experience watching it, although it reminded me of that feeling of sacrifice, that painful idea that I could have been using that energy towards other things. But um, what came up in me was <clears throat> this new feeling of, I, you have, like, it, I'm really happy that I made that video. I'm so happy that I that I put all of that energy into making that video. And I'm really happy that Todd and Mason and other people that are in that video put the energy into that video too, because it it's, I don't know, it's aged well. And um, I don't think it's even close to what I want to make for a video for skating. But it definitely shows and promise in the ambitiousness of it. I, I do, I just enjoyed it. And it, and it, and it was like kind of this hand on my shoulder that said, you know what? You're not fucking done. And, um, that's, that's the part where I don't want to get into wrestling speech territory, but I realized watching that Mary Jane edit, watching better than baseball I'm not I'm not fucking done I'm not even close to being done trying to make an ambitious uh, vision of skating and and I'm happy to have gone on a path of experimentation and weird edits and things like that but I, I realized that like I had, I had, I still have so much uh, energy that I put towards skating, even on days where I don't go skating, I'm constantly thinking of, in terms of skate video, that's, and I have to be honest with myself about that, obviously I'm not done with trying to make skate videos if that's all I think about, I have to just be honest with myself, and um, Although my life has gone in different directions and the videos that I've made reflected that it with, with which I love those videos the way that they turned out um but if I yeah okay I have so much energy towards making skate video stuff that like I even got down to making like just going for solo skates and filming it and putting it together you know like I have so much passion towards making a skate video that I would go and film myself skating and and edit it just for the sake of getting that like feeling of making a skate video like I more often than not I, I should be not should um I think the like need to constantly be making videos, it was a bit of the internet age and uh, and that 
passion to like make skate videos still comes through in all of the projects that we worked on from Mushroom Blading 1 until now. Like there's so many edits and so many videos and uh, each one, you know, touches on a different mood or theme. But um, now I just realize um, there's a great need to go back to having a bigger vision for skating and to work on something for longer and to really um, focus that that feeling that I have every day that I swear, I swear there's not a day that goes by that I don't think of making a skate video. I still see everything in terms of skate videos. And what I've said to Todd on a previous podcast is there's a there was a long time, like even when I went to film school and when I was in high school, I thought that I was going to make movies, right? Films. Like I'm talking about with a storyline and like, you know, the hour and a half format and there's character development and all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> that's what I thought I was going to do, but I have, <laughs> I'm not done with making skate videos yet. It's as simple as that. I can't, I'm, there's no way that I'm going to make a movie until I finish this, this, uh, <laughs> this burning fire that wants to continue making skate videos because I haven't got it all out yet. It's not... It, I've caught glimpses of it, barely, but I want to see the video, I want to see the next three videos that I make, you know, this next one, I want to film for two years and I don't want to put any edits online. Um, if I, I think we are, what you will see is um, a change in I want to make video content eventually um, for mushroomblading.com. I have ideas for like video articles and uh, trick tips and video podcasts and stuff like that. I love that idea. But in terms of like the need for a bigger vision and um, stopping the constant need to put things online and, and, and share share video and stuff like that. I'm really happy with everything we've created to, up to this point, but I'm fucking telling you, it's time to have a bigger vision. And I hope other people can get something from this. Um, we need to start making stuff that really matters. Um, and, it, and I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about for making money, for fame, for sponsorship, any of that like lame stuff. I'm talking about like, stuff that you really, really, really want to make that um, you've really refined, that you have a vision for, uh, that you've really gone over with a fine comb, you've killed your babies, you've chopped it down to a good length, which that's, I mean, there's been some bloated roads of self-indulgence that I've gone on with Todd, and they were necessary to get to this point. But I'm talking about like, I, obviously people are going to keep making edits. That's fine. Let them make edits. But um, the people who have been involved in making skate videos and make skate videos like... I want to make stuff like that. Okay, so that Mary Jane edit, I don't want to make stuff like that. But that, it was refined and it had a vision and just the way it was put together. There was like, there was no bullshit in it really. It was... Uh, um. It was just like pure skate video, if that makes any sense. The shock video is a really good example, although the length, again, was a little bit too long. 
better than baseball. Way too long, uh, unfocused in some parts, could have been cut down quite a bit. You know, these are things that we need to start uh, thinking of, that I need to start thinking of, sorry. But, okay. <clears throat> Did I get lost? Did I get into wrestling speech territory? No, I didn't. Maybe. I raised my voice a couple times. Um, I would intensely regret if I didn't at least try to make a few more ambitious skate videos. This is what I'm getting at. I think it would be fucking ridiculous to not try and skate harder. Not even, yeah, skate harder. Um, have more of a vision for skating. Uh, use more vision for what a video could be. It, I would regret that. If I was to die in 10 years and I had made like 10 okay videos and a bunch of just edits or whatever, that's not, that wouldn't, maybe it would add up to something, but I don't think it would add up to as much as making one or two really refined visions, something that you really jam-packed a lot of uh, a lot of fish that you fished out. <laughs> if that, the idea of the fish is a creative idea. Um, that I'm not okay with people saying a video from like seven years ago is our best video and we're still releasing videos. I'm not okay with that. I want to make I want to make a new best video. And I know I can. I know everyone that is going to be in the video wants to too. I, I Now is the time. Why not? You know? My body. My body. I have an injured tailbone, but my... Uh, I'm in my prime for skating. I can easily skate hard until I'm 35. Easily. Even then, probably probably more than that. This is the thing though. I just turned 30 this year and I work pretty hard doing yoga and exercise and everything. Um, the discipline that needs to happen to, the discipline and focus to bring uh, um, a vision to light where if you have a somewhat busier life and you can't focus everything into skating is there needs to just be a new sense of focus and discipline. And, um, I still, I, that skating's a lifestyle and that I could drink beer and then I, when you get older, no, that's not what it is. You need to be so focused on what you want to do that it's such a gift to be able to have the freedom to go out, even if you just have Saturday and Sunday off, two days a week. If you have the freedom to go out two days a week and to go uh, skate, you don't even have to film, but just the freedom to do that. It's such a gift and you have to be responsible on the other days to prep your body and your mind for those days, whether it be writing down uh, ideas on things you want to film, trick ideas, um, uh, you're listening to songs in your spare time about things that inspire you to to maybe edit 
something or create a vision to the song. Do you know what I mean? That um, it's such a huge responsibility to use your time on the planet to bring a vision to life and to use your freedom to go skating <laughs> wisely. Because if you're not, my biggest fucking fear is to become fat, mediocre, and just like someone who, yeah, I did. Yeah, I used to make skate videos. Fuck that. Fuck that shit. I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> I'm not stopping. At least for the next little bit. I'm talking about five, at least five years. If, if I just produce absolute shit after that and my body is broken, I don't think it will be though. Like, it, it's time to, uh, it's time to get back to that bold vision, whatever that may be. And it, and it may not even be that great the next video or the one after that. But what if the third video is like finally something clicks? I'm very passionate about making skate videos. I'm not going to make a movie until I'm like 40 because I have a certain amount of skate videos that I have to make for better or for worse um, before I start making a movie. I'm not done with skate videos. I'm not done with skate videos. And this is what I'm talking about though. Obviously DVDs are dead. I don't care about releasing something on DVD. I don't care how many people buy it. What I care about is working very hard for a couple years on a vision and putting it out and then working a couple more years or a year, whatever, on another vision and putting it out and not putting anything else out. I still, I'm very excited to do podcasts. I'm very exciting the format of podcasts. I want to do articles. Um, like I said, video articles, but in terms of presenting skating, uh, in a, in a, like, a in a long form visual way with sounds, <clears throat> AKA skate video, it's time to do something more with it. Um, I hope you get something from that idea. I hope I was easier to follow. Like I said, uh, detours into self-indulgence and experimentation are necessary in life. They're very necessary because you got to go there to come back. Um, so if you take anything from this, well, you just remember what I said before, I'm not done. I, I was suppressing the urge to make skate videos and and it came out in really weird ways. But I want to laser focus that urge and uh, I want to I want to do more and I want to be more. <laughs> 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 I gotta let myself heal too. You guys, I'm simply, I'm not done yet. I'm just not done. And I'm not drunk. I know I keep repeating myself. That's what a drunk person does. I'm not drunk. I'm just very passionate. It feels good to say it, you know? Um, it's the beginning of a much bigger journey.
the connection that I have to skating, <laughs> and this is, prepare yourself for some cheese here, but I'm just going to try and speak from the heart. The connection that I have to skating is something very real that I have not been able to find anywhere else. Um, there's something that I get from it that I just can't get anywhere else, and it would be ridiculous to try and suppress that and to to uh, to think of it as something that I do once in a while. Um, for better and for worse, love and hate, I'm fucking addicted to having wheels on my feet and filming it and creating strange uh, films of people with wheels on their feet. And it's so young that uh, a lot of the times it may look unrefined or we may get confused for skateboarding. That's fucking fine. I'm so excited to be a part of it at this moment in time. It's almost, what, 20? I was thinking Mad Beef is going to be 20 years old in 2014. That was the first skate video I saw. This is going to be my 13th video that I've made with Mr. Todd and whoever else is going to be in it. That's so exciting. I can't really say that about anything else in terms of like my own personal growth and my relationship with my family. Like, I'm obsessed with rollerblading. I'm obsessed with it. And I, and I suppress it way too often. And I want to make something that, that celebrates it in a new way. And I want to... I just... Like, why... Why is it set up for me to think that I have to suppress it more? It's not. It's, it's all in my mind. I did it to myself. There's that Radiohead song again. You do it to yourself. You do. The bad Tom York again. I can do Tom York in other songs, but I can't do Ben Zara, Tom York, anyway. But hey, if you're listening, you do it to yourself. That's what I was doing. I was doing it to myself. Guess what? You change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. The Mary Jane edit, it looked like... It didn't, it didn't look like anything really one day. It just looked like it was me numbing out watching rollerblading edits being a piece of shit. And then, and then I watched the Mary Jane edit another day and it sparked, it just opened this, uh, this uh, Pandora rollerblading box of strange delights. <laughs> and... <clears throat> If I can end on something that's very important that uh, brings this all together, be very, very careful with your attachment to skating. And you can apply this to anything else in life. Be very careful with your attachment to anything. Uh, to bring it into what, Buddhism, is that what they say? You know, practice non-attachment. Um, you have to be so careful with your attachment to skating because uh, whatever you attach to it, it's going to change it for you. And that's what was happening to me. I think I started to attach uh, 
an idea to skating that um, that I had to how do I explain this that I I thought I had achieved everything that I wanted to do in skating but um, I was it was kind of like a feedback loop in my head to try and uh, the What's what's that called? What's what's that? Uh, what's that called? Social? Uh, no, 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 no. Come on, bear with me here. Uh, social conditioning. Social conditioning. Um, I had this feedback loop in my head that like, <laughs> I rollerbladers are incredibly uh, unconfident <laughs> people because. It's so confused. They're unconfident people. They're incredibly confident and talented in many areas. But when it comes to having to try and like explain or bring up what you do, it's so impossible to try and and make it sound exciting and interesting because we've been you get shat on so many times. But but we've almost like the way that we treat it in our heads when we bring it up. Um, we've all, we almost set ourselves up to make it sound like something that isn't exciting. And so this is what my attachment to skating was this thing that I was kind of like, not embarrassed about, but I just, in my adult life, as I grew older, like I have a pretty successful, like video business in terms of like clients that we worked with and, and, uh, why don't I fucking talk about that I'm a rollerblader to like, why don't I celebrate the fact that I'm, uh, that I love to rollerblade and that I make these videos. Why aren't I sharing this more often? And that was the feedback loop. And, um, and that was missing for a long time. And, uh, and I, I find that it was reflected in the videos in a dark, in a good dark way, I guess. Um, in some of the mushroom blading videos and um, I did it to myself. It was my own goddamn fault. The It was there the whole time. That original thing that I tapped into to make those videos where um, it was just a celebration of like the freedom of skating and the uh, that that laser focus on making a skate video. I was doing that to myself. I don't think it is, I don't think it's, the world should be, there should be separation between the worlds, but um, there is, there is like a superhero version of yourself that you can tap into once in a while. And then there's like, you know, the Clark Kent shit that we were talking about. <clears throat> um, I like that idea, but I just have a feeling that there's too much exciting stuff that, uh, I don't know, the joy of skating and making skate videos and everything, I, I'm ready again, you know? You gotta be careful with how, well, cause the, okay, so the attachment to skating thing, be careful with it, because I read that Damien Wilson article, which was awesome, by the way, I, I feel like the more I hear about uh, industry stuff, 
the more I realize that people are going through their own version of what I just said, that when it comes down to it, you're completely responsible for how much fun you have skating, um, what you make in skating, what you put out into the world with skating, what you put out into the world when you're not skating, like you're completely in charge and it's like your perception of a, of a situation or whatever that, um, that really, if you have no attachment to, to anything else but the fun, the act of putting wheels on your feet and, and going out and catching glimpses of the, the that when you perfectly executed movement that just makes you go, oh shit, that was so sick. <laughs> There's, you can't suppress that that teenage kid in you that originally connected with Mad Beef or whatever, or Hoax 2, it's still there. It's still there. At least it isn't me. I don't know if I'm just different, but I'm not done. I'm not done. Thank you for listening. This has been the How to Be Unpopular podcast number 101. Please, uh, guest for number 100, if you are listening, can you please contact Todd or myself about speaking more about this shit? <laughs>